I've I've been dipping in here and there. It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I just definitely the problem is the thing that I want to eat is like savory foods that are prepared by someone else other than me. That like aren't for, like I want a restaurant to make them. That's what I would eat. I completely feel that one hundred percent. Oh man. I made enchiladas on Monday night, and they turned out really good. It's the same. It's a recipe from, like, Magnolia Table, uh, and I made them once before, but it, like, calls for, like – like, it has you make a ton of enchilada sauce, and then you put it on the bottom and on the top, and last time I did it, I remember them being, like, really, really soupy. Yeah. And, like – (laughs) it's gonna sound disgusting but i know like enchiladas are supposed to be kind of what (laughs) but like no well real enchiladas i'm pretty sure they actually take the tortilla and dip it in the sauce god damn yeah so i'm not i'm not into that though i same so this time i i just didn't use all the sauce and i thought they were pretty good i felt inspired and i had a bunch of tortillas and i was at the grocery store and i was picking up something else like salsa and I saw a can of enchilada sauce. So I was like, I'm going to buy this. And I made enchiladas and they were so good. Oh my God. When did you make them? We're so, we're so in sync. Like uh, three weeks ago, maybe. Okay. They were delicious. Yeah. Well, I also, I had bought this, actually, I had bought this folding like desk thing. It, it's not a desk. It's, it's like, I, it's kind of like a TV dinner tray, but like meant for like your computer i think so it's it's plastic i don't i don't know like you, you could do a number of things with it but i think it was kind of meant to be like a laptop tray but it has like metal rods and it stands and the tray is collapsible so i actually bought that when i think when brandon Dvorsky was being a fucking asshole and i was like well i'm just going to record the podcast in my room and i bought it and then that never happened but now I use that all the time. If I ever want to, you know, bring my laptop out to the couch, I use that. If I want to eat, it's like my old fashioned TV dinner tray. For any uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans, I, you know, Kathy Hilton does it. So it, it can't be wrong. But I, I still have not seen that, as you know, but maybe someday. Yeah. Oh, the season's so good. Oh man! For three of the reunion tonight, I'm gonna probably gonna tune in after we wrap up. Ooh, well let's let's get into it so you can get get to your reality TV. Welcome to Idle Chatter. We are a Survivor podcast. I'm Laura, and I'm Ashley. Okay, well let's talk about the matter at hand, Survivor. Uh, we were guessing with our friend Brian earlier tonight what the thing that we've never seen before would be because last week's episode talked a big game it really it really teased us for for tonight i don't we didn't really guess it right like it Uh, it was you have to go back i didn't get a chance i don't know it was so convoluted that like well i guessed it then because i was like it's either going to be lame or some convoluted thing you did say that. You did say that. And it, it sure was. And also, it's like tonight was a two-parter, so we don't have a tribal. I And, and Brian said that this, too, that his dad got worried. But I, too, panicked that it was going to be a two-hour episode. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't have that in me. Like, I mean, not that we would have. Well, I actually was hoping that it was going to be so we could get 
you know, resolution tonight. And then we would have just recorded tomorrow night. Right, right. It would have been okay. But I don't know. It feels weird to not end. How often, you know what? How often does an episode end without a tribal? Or how often is there no tribal in any episode? Yeah. Like really not often, right? We should we should look that up. It reminds me of in The Bachelor and Bachelorette when the episode ends without a rose ceremony, which I feel like they've been doing a lot lately. Oh my god, they're doing Don't get me started on that franchise. I want to get you started. So did you have you been watching? Yeah, I did watch last night. I will say I feel just fatigued. And the fatigue you did say, are you following too many Bachelor accounts? But also I will say, I will say, can I just say, oh, whatever. Um, hey, Tasha said it. Speaking of Bachelorette, Tasha, you told me Tasha said, what, what did she say? Like, she was like, I would actually say, I'm just talking about how on group dates, you shouldn't count out the guys who kind of sit back because that's, you know, that was how she noticed Zachary. But she said my, you know, like. Oh, like, can I say, or I will say Mm -hmm. some of the bullshit I say, but so I think that we had Peter season, which you didn't watch in winter 2020. And then it was kind of like the bachelorette is going to be delayed. So I went and I, during quarantine watched some older seasons so i watched a couple of old seasons of bachelor in paradise i watched caitlin bristow season i watched jojo season i watched ben higgins season i watched nick vile season so i watched a bunch and i binged it and that was fine i was still hype for clarentatia season but it's like that happened and then matt james and then you know we had had some time off from bachelor in paradise last summer and then it was like katie bachelor in paradise now michelle and then they went and announced they went and announced this week that there is going to be another bachelor season after the one that airs in january so during the normal bachelorette airing time of like may a second bachelor one right after that and then maybe two more bachelorettes in the fall and i just it's a lot it's a lot I do wish you would watch Rachel's season, though. I tried to, like, literally a week ago, but I'm fatigued. Yeah. I, look, you don't have to explain yourself to me. I took, as you said, I took years off of the franchise. Yeah. But I, I don't even remember what my point was, uh, how we got here. The rose, because tonight there's oh, yeah. a tribal. <laughs> yeah, no rose ceremony. <laughs> no rose ceremony. Before we get to the lack of tribal, I suppose, like like any story, we should just start at the beginning. <laughs> so this is episode six, and it's called Ready to Play Like a Lion. Rawr. <laughs> I missed someone saying that in the episode. Do you know who says it? Yeah, it was Erica when she was on uh, her little no. scary island. <laughs> her own version of scary island. Oh, yeah, so I feel yeah. like maybe like just because I guess we're going to go a little chronological with this one. I think it's important because it because of the merge because of spoiler people, alert. There's a merge. There's a merge. There's a merge, but it's weird. It's a it's a merge that we've never seen before. Touche, Jeff. Which like I 
This reminded me a lot of this season of what is it? The, the one with the haves and the have nots. Oh. Where some people got really nice stuff and then some people got nothing. I was trying to think about it though. Well, I don't know. Maybe should we cross the bridge like about well, the I, I I don't want to talk about what happens at the merge twice. It's it's confusing. Yeah, yeah. Let's stay on track. So we get back to Ua, and it's just Shan and Ricard. We're down to two, and Shan's. You know, they're they're if it starts off like pretty copacetic, right? Like she's like, yeah, it was like really hard to vote off Jeannie. Like that was that was really tough. And she says to us something that I thought was like so poignant. She was like. You know, I realize like I need to keep Ricard in the game because like sometimes like I want to, you know, the pastor in me comes out and like I feel for like people like Jeannie and like, you know, she she brings out like my like this is my words on hers like my human side, but she's like I need a, rec- a Ricard to like keep me in the game, like keep me thinking strategically. That made sense. It's my my only note from that, <laughs> just because I don't know. I'm trying to watch and take it all. Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. I it, it is weird getting back to watching something brand new that you've never seen before. And I don't want to, I feel like in the first episode, I took so many notes that I wasn't in it. So I'm just taking very brief notes, especially now we're just kind of like riffing on it. We're not, you know, recapping the, you know, it's not as important, but my my only note is Ricard's giving her shit. Yeah. (laughs) Ricard was mad. Yeah. He was big mad, but I mean, he wasn't acting, you know, we know that, but he wasn't acting you know aggressive or anything but he but he he's basically mad because that she asked for the vote back right before tribal and i think this was actually like interesting context because we don't really see like when that was taking place like last episode when they're having that disagreement like ricard is basically being like you had that conversation like five minutes before tribal for all we knew it was like an hour before tribal so like just some color there like and like he's like yes become like this complicated thing we get a little recap of that all happening and Shan's like, well, it bothered me that you claimed it as your own. And <laughs> Ricard's like, she, you know, you wanted all the power. And because and also like last tribal, like they kind of had this like tense being like, you know, like I did all the moves, you did all the. Okay, we get to the next morning, though. And this was like, I enjoyed this a lot more than like their nighttime squabbles yeah. because like it's still tense, but it's a little more playful. She goes up to Ricard and asks him for the advantage back. And he's like, if we're in it together, like, what does it matter? And he, she, she, she says to him, she's like, well, I don't want to go into the merge feeling like I can't trust you. He says in an interview to us, he's like, if I give this back, she's going to have an idol, an advantage, and her paranoia. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I still get bad vibes from Ricard. I don't I I don't I don't know why. I just get bad vibes. I think we're supposed to. I do. Like, I think that I, – and I, I think he would admit that, right? Like, I think, we, you know, we talked a lot last episode about is there a villain who is getting the villain at it? And, like, I think Ricard may be the villain. And, like, a chill villain, but a villain yeah. no less. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, oh, he's diabolical or anything. But I guess just because I do see him and Shan kind of as a unit – but I'm just kind of in that argument where she wants her advantage back. 
I am side, but I don't know. There's probably a lot of people too that are like siding with him. I don't know, but I'm for some reason, but I will say, I guess there was the whole journey, the summit. The producers didn't do that though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm warming yeah. towards Shan. She's not my favorite. Yeah. But. So then the the last little part of this conversation is she says to him, she's like, well, like next idol we find it's yours. And he's like, oh, thanks for giving me permission. You know what I mean? Like I, okay. She's not saying if you, uh, that's the thing. If they find something together, like yeah. they both find it. She's not saying that he, if he finds something, he's obligated to share that with her. That's, I don't yeah. know. That, that was a little bitchy. I I think we're I I think this is probably like the last rodeo for Shannon Ricard if I had to guess. Yeah, honestly, I think she made a mistake keeping him. I don't think we're gonna see a lot of them working together from here on out. I'm I'm I could be I could we be wrong. Really, but I just we didn't really see much in the episode after this when they're together. No, we didn't. So I don't know. I think that was very dangerous, and she should have kept Jeannie because I think Jeannie would have just stayed loyal to her. Absolutely. I think getting rid of Ricard would have been a huge move for Shan in regards to earning Jeannie's trust. Yeah. I, I, you might, dude, you might, you might be right. Any time will tell. Yeah. So nothing really happens on yellow that much. Yeah. What? Well, the, the, this is, oh, go ahead. This just like serves for us to get the tree mail and find out that indeed there's going to be something that goes down. Um, it, it talks a little bit about how like there's going to be some food, but first we have to have some fun. Uh, yeah. And Le- Leanna mentions that she thinks Xander is a threat. That's about it. And then we go over to blue and they're kind of just all talking and they're saying, you know, if we're merging for the first vote, at least, or for the first few, we need to be Luvu strong. We need to all stick together. Nasir is so sweet he's like why this could be final six right here like we have to be proud of us and Aww. he goes this is where he goes i'm all in and i'm just like we're all in so we're I'm all in with you i'm all in for nazir i am all in i Meanwhile, will say, i haven't it's not like i'm like crowd polling or anything but i'm all in you're all in Gabby and Buddy are all in on this year. We'll have to ask Courtney and Brian and Danielle what they think. My friend Dylan, who I who watches Survivor, he is all in. He's all in on this year. He loves this year. Yeah. Nasir Everybody Ricard. loves this year. I will say, again, as time goes on in the island, this year just gets more and more handsome. No, because he's like getting some gray in his beard, and I like it. And he's just like salt and pepper. More and more be- the beard. He needs to keep his beard. Yeah. Like when he goes, when he leaves Fiji, I feel like the beard is a good look for him. Uh, we also, S- Sydney, say what you will about her. Mm. She does make a good point that like they don't really have solid alliances because they haven't been tested. They haven't had to go to tribal. That's so funny. When I was watching it, I was like, oh man, I was like, I'm gonna have to give Sydney some props here because that that was a good point. Yeah. This is when we learn that it's going to be a two-part episode, and this is another little behind-the-scenes moment where Jeff's like, he's, he's like, I don't, I don't think he's putting it on. I think like he's, he's so that excited hype. to. He's that hype. I know, right? I was like, oh my! First, I was like, I'm. This is so lame, and I was like, no, I actually think. 
Jeff is genuinely this excited. I think he's like, come here, come here. Like, he just when he was running back and forth during this challenge. Oh my God. He, like, I, I, my notes, like, say Jeff is so hype. I really think he, like, missed his job. And, like, I mean, it's his entire life, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, he, like, gives us a little behind the scenes. Like, we see the camera filming him. We're a part of it. I get it. Like, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for taking me behind the scenes, Jeff. Um, He is basically talking about how, like, uh, you know, it's, like, it's even when you've earned the merge, you're still not safe. Uh, I'm not really sure what's happening. But basically, he says, like, somebody is going to get sent sent away. But then, in turn, they're going to have a bunch of power. And it's going to ruffle some feathers. Okay. I kind of wonder. I almost would have not liked to know that, though. And been surprised and thought the person that goes away is really sol and every the everyone that has merged is bonding without them and then oh shit they actually have the power so i kind of didn't like knowing that yeah also and I, didn't, like, I didn't think that when i was watching but i just had that thought right now it wasn't i think honestly for me and we can kind of say what the whole thing is but for me what I didn't like about it was I just didn't think it was worth the hype like if they didn't hype it up so much I probably have been like this is cool I didn't hate it but it just fell a little bit flat for me of all the things when things are so hyped I just judge them Mm -hmm. so harshly Mm -hmm. I'm always oh I just need to say did you do your eyebrows today Yes, but it's also like I'm sitting directly under a light. Okay. So I, it really makes my coloring look extreme. Like if I take a, if I step back, like. Well, no, I just think your eyebrows look good. Not that they don't like look good normally. It just, I'm noticed. I'm like, I, I normally think nothing of your eyebrows. They're just, they exist on your face when we're podcasting. But I'm noticed, I'm like, oh, wow, your eyebrows look really good. And then I remembered you went into the office today. So I'm like, oh, does she have her eyebrows done? What What's better, my eyebrows or Nazir's beard? I'm gonna have to go with Nazir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I would I wouldn't believe you if you said the opposite. I'd been like, you're a liar. Um, okay, but here's what's gonna happen. So there there is Jeff is like, we've merged, but not exactly. Drop your buffs. Like right now, nobody has a buff. They divide, they're going to divide into teams. They're going to pick rocks. There's going to be two gray rocks. And if you pick a gray rock, you sit out and then the other two teams will compete. And then the winner will get their merge buffs, go to a feast. The losers will have some rice. And the gray TBD, we don't know. Right. In addition, the losers are also going to have to compete for individual immunity. Yes. So um we pick our rocks and we have nasir and erica picking the gray rocks and then on yellow we have xander liana and tiffany from original yellow tribe heather from blue shan from green then we have danny sydney and Deshaun, original blue, 
Evie original yellow, Ricard original green. I it's so sad because I can just imagine Nasir when he finds out he can't play being I, like so... I was like I oh my god Nasir would be giving his heart and soul out there I bet that killed him he's such a good sport like I, oh my god he's faping in other people's hands too like Nasir is a man that like takes charge and gives it everything that he has he, he leaves it on the field. Yes. I thought this uh, same thing. I was like, oh man, Nasir, this is probably killing him. Okay, here is why else Nasir is a sweetheart. Is during the challenge, he was like, let's go, Evie. And then uh, Erica was like, Evie. And he was like, oh, it's Evie. He's cheering for people he does not even know. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I was like, oh, Nasir's little mispronunciation. I thought I was, he was just like, let's go, Evie. Let's go, Evie. <laughs> and his, Erica's just sitting there. She's like, Evie. And he's like, Evie, Evie. <laughs> Love him. So authentic. So adorable. Oh, my God. That guy. Okay. But yes, yes, yes. These teams are super unfair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So basically... It is, I mean, luckily the yellow team does have Xander because he's proven to be very good in challenges. Not saying that, you know, like Tiffany can do well in certain challenges. She really can. And, you know, Lana too. But I'm just saying like when it comes to digging the sand and pushing a really giant heavy ball, the teams are a little unbalanced because we have a uh, former NFL player, Danny. And then we have, you know, there's... Women can do everything, but I will say when it comes to like lifting really, really heavy shit, a lot of times you might need a, a, a few men might be beneficial for that. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like that was not to say there were other parts. Of the, it, well, you know, that's not even true though, because so many things involve like strength and like ha- basically having Danny was a big key. No pun intended, because you need to grab some keys in this to success. Yeah, but. It, it ends it ends up pretty neck and neck but yeah so basically well, re- real quick without like getting too into like the nitty-gritty of the challenge I feel like I had made a comment early on maybe like episode three episode four that like a lot of the challenges look very similar and I wonder if that's because of like the condensed timeline I feel like this is like the challenge the scale of challenge that we are used to this was a huge obstacle course Mm -hmm. with a lot of different parts I feel like this was like you know okay we got to merge it's gonna be a two-part episode let's go big like if we can only go big in a couple of challenges I don't know that's what they're doing but we'll see this was like one of the ones to put all of your money into yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. But yeah, this one was we, intense. We also got some like really, 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 really amazing Jeff gems during this challenge. Jeff was on one. Oh my God. I wrote down so many Jeff quotes. I mean, I guess like basically the the, the best one was it, in the beginning, they have to dig out this giant ball and Jeff says, this gives a new meaning to one of my favorite phrase phrases. You got to dig deep. <laughs> like he's like, literally, he said that with his full belt. <laughs> Did you expect me to go that hard? <laughs> no. Yeah. What can I say? Dig deep. Yeah. That's literally how he said it. Yeah. So uh, Jeff was. I also. 
I also loved uh, like at one point they <laughs> he says he there's so, like they have these huge balls they gotta dig out of the sand and Jeff goes that earth like a globe <laughs> yeah so I mean long story That's short nonsense yeah blue gets theirs out and then yellow is still struggling gets their first key they're on their second key yellow finally gets it out whatever so then they have to do a human ladder oh by the way this is where i was talking about like jeff running back and forth with oh yeah during the challenge he was like at one point he was like that's how you do it oh yeah and then also okay so basically blue is steamrolling them so they have to do they all have to climb up like after they get their keys they have to climb up on the ball or globe if 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 you're jeff and then get up on a platform and then do a human ladder to get up to the puzzle and so blue kind of steamrolls it. They're up working on the puzzle. Yellow is, you know, slowly but surely getting there. And then they're finally like getting up on the ball. And Jeff's like, that's it. Don't quit. And then he's like, start that human ladder now. <laughs> like, scolds them. Start that human ladder now. <laughs> Like, damn, Jeff. Okay. At one point, he also goes, Xander, get up here. Time is ticking. <laughs> I missed that one. Well, it's funny, too. When they're doing the human ladder, like, Heather, like, doesn't seem to even be struggling that badly. Like, she tries, like, two and a half times. And he goes, one of the most amazing displays of teamwork in the history of this game. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like high on this challenge. Yeah, I think he's he's literally high. Well, it's so funny to compare to think in my head comparing this Jeff in this challenge to Jeff in a challenge like season one where oh he my just God. said said nothing the entire challenge. <laughs> you gotta dig deep. <laughs> oh my God! Start the human ladder now. <laughs> I'm like not gonna forget like that was like commanding that was like daddy Jeff that was a commanding presence oh my god it was but so Jeff, thank, funny honestly thank you Jeff Probst for that that was really I, like it was so enjoyable to watch because just really Jeff made that challenge I don't know what has gotten into him like it's a new Jeff like I maybe he missed it maybe they're like Hey, your contract is up for negotiation. No, never. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine like Jeff before a meeting, like looking in the mirror and being like, you gotta dig deep. <laughs> oh my god, it's probably what he says. Oh my god. Wait, no, it's it's never that his job is at risk. He's just negotiating for more money. <laughs> more blue button downs. Yeah. More fire tokens. <laughs> Jeff is just paid in fire tokens. Jeff probably would accept that as currency at this point. Like, he's so invested. Do you remember when they made him set up a reunion in his garage? And he's like, yeah, I built this. I'm like, you would help, Jeff. Maybe he didn't, though. I don't know. (laughs) He made it. He said that his son helped him build it. I just, like, love picturing, like, a trunk arriving. Yeah. They're like uh, Ikea directions and Jeff's like, fuck. He's like, you're a kid. Come here. <laughs> I'll give you a fire I'll token. You, I'll give you a few fire tokens for your troubles. <laughs> All right. Okay. Enough silliness. Yeah. We got to climb up that thank ladder. You, thank you, Jeff. Okay. Um, oh, uh, but, oh, okay. I will say blue is working on, the, it's a slide word puzzle, which I feel like is like, that's, that's tough because 
slide puzzles in general are very hard, but I don't know if we've seen a slide word puzzle before, making a phrase. No. So, okay. So, like, Yellow, long story short, catches up and they get to the puzzle. They say what it is out loud. Did Blue know what it was before that or did they hear them say it? I don't know. It's hard to, but I will say Ricard does take the reins on this though, on the blue yeah. and, and they end up winning. Ricard did a good job. Uh, yeah. Blue, blue wins. So then they have to choose from the gray rocks, Nasir or Erica to join them. And if they, the person they choose, it's going to be like they won. They get their buff. They get to go to the feast. And the other person is going to go alone to an island for two days. No immunity, no buff, no shelter, no food. And Blue says that they've decided to send Erica. And Jeff says, how did you make that decision? And they say, we did rock, paper, scissors. Hmm. And Nasir won. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Erica was like, really, really? Like, she looked skeptical, which I would have been too. But yeah, so Nasir ultimately gets to go to the merge feast erica gets shipped off to an island um so i think we oh yeah so we we go to the feast first though i will say that looks like a nice spread dude this spread first of all just the little cute little setup i love that they got to have it there we had bread we had beer i saw some salami it looked it looked really good some you like there was know, like, like an apple I fucking hate when I see you guys know this. I hate when I see like a wrap on the table, but this looked this looked good. I like more charcuterie, if you will. I ate a wrap today and I felt guilty. I felt like I thought of you and Danielle judging me while I ate it. But I will say I just keep toward I like I don't know, like I'm just one person and when I buy a loaf of bread, sometimes I just can't finish it, but it, wraps last a really like by a wrap i mean a tortilla lasts a really long time in the fridge longer so than bread yeah so i just have tortillas and so sometimes i'm like oh i want a sandwich so i will make a wrap do you know a weird thing that i do i often eat tortilla wraps like as a standalone snack plain just you mean just a a plain tortilla yeah nothing's wrapped in it it's just (laughs) I, I wrap it into itself, essentially. You just, like, roll up a tortilla and just take bites of it. Yeah. Really? Cold or, like, room temp? Cold. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's one of my go-to snacks. Oh, huh. But you don't like when there's fillings in it. I mean, we usually we get them for, like, tacos, you know. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Might have to try that. Yeah. Today, like, I had some rotisserie chicken, so I just put a little mayo on some rotisserie chicken salt and then i that put sounds good yeah i just wrapped it up i think put banana yeah. peppers okay that doesn't sound terrible sauerkraut i'm 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 recently obsessed with sauerkraut i think i talked about it last week but it's so good it's like a pickle but made of cabbage and i fucking love cabbage i made cabbage soup this week Mm, it was delicious disgusting. i love it, no, it it was so good well it's like cabbage with other vegetables i okay. i love coleslaw i love any kind of slaw i love cabbage in a salad i'm just obsessed speaking of food evie mentions that they've literally ate nothing for the last three days okay but we get an interview with nasir and it's so sweet once again oh. we get we get him going woo 
<laughs> and he he has his his buff and he goes this is a great day for me smells really good and i love the color oh he's such a sweet he's, angel and he goes now i get a feast <laughs> oh you do you do <laughs> so at the feast they kind of talk about erica and they confirm what we all knew which was that they did not really play rock, paper, scissors. They were worried about how few men there were. So they didn't want to risk losing a man. They didn't say that openly though, right? Danny just said that to us. And then he casually brought up to Evie like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of were like, they're like, oh, do you like Erica? The, the, those that don't know. They're like, oh, do you like Erica? They're like, yeah, it's been harmony because we haven't really had to go to tribal. So it's been kind of peaceful. But Danny says to us, oh, we knew that they've been eliminating men, so we need to keep our numbers. So that's why we did choose this year. So basically, I'm thinking rock, paper, scissors didn't happen. But the reason was not, the reason that they wanted it to be a man was not divulged to Ricard and Evie. Right. But Danny does say it to Evie, but like, oh, you've been like eliminating all the men. I'm like, that was not smart. It does not get brought up again this episode, but I was like, Danny, don't say that to her because that's literally what she was trying to do on her own tribe. She she was like a good – she had a good face about it though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she she was like, yeah, no, we knew that you'd be what you're thinking, but that's not what's happening. Like I, no. I, I think like she is a really good social game, I think. Well, definitely, but her wheels are turning. I'm not – you know, I'm, I'm saying it probably wasn't smart for Danny to out himself as as thinking that yeah well okay um we go to the other team no we go to erica first erica yep she goes to the island we get some ominous fade to black editing classic classic she sees some rice some water she doesn't have a lot of stuff i have to tell you i cried during this part i'm not proud but she's talking about like Okay, this just hit me at just the right time because uh, today was my first day going into the office and having a baby. And she was talking about... Yeah, because I was like, honestly, I was like, I feel for her like that. But I just, I didn't find it as compelling as like some of like the background stories, but I get why this hit you hard. Yeah, she is like, you know, my parents were immigrants from the Philippines and they had to work really hard. And like, I bet they probably regret not spending you know as much time as they would have liked to with us and look i'm i my situation is not that i went into the office for literally two hours my life is fine but i was just like (laughs) just thinking about a parent's love for their child yeah she says you know me being on this island me being on survivor is like a love letter to my parents because i just want them know to know that like i can do it and i'm doing okay and i'm surviving and she goes if i can do this I will come back and I will still look like a lamb, but I will be ready to play like a lion. Yeah. I definitely, it was nice to like, I feel like we got nothing of Erica for so long. And then what we did get was her kind of strategizing and then, you know, not getting a very favorable view of her just because I feel like Deshaun, you know, we as viewers have gotten to see a lot of good in Deshaun. And if he's saying that he wants to vote Erica out, we're kind of like, okay, well, we don't know her. So I'm cool with that. So it was nice to get to see, you know, a little bit of her. 
as a person. I feel like at this point, the only person we really don't know at all is Heather. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's like, you know, I know she her only moment so far has been struggling in that challenge. Mm-hmm. We don't really know anything about her, her strategy, who she likes, who she, you know, so I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I feel like it's kind of far in the game to not have anything from her. Not far, but like episode wise, it's like episode six, only day 12. We go to the other team. I wrote, and- I wrote back at losers. <laughs> Me too. I said that somewhere else. <laughs> like back at the losers. No, I said I wrote I wrote losers come back to Lavu. Yeah. Uh, Xander gets a really really funny soundbite. He's like, "This is like mergatory." I'm like, "Oh, you're so cute." Uh, oh my god, I I don't know. They did a close up on his face today, and he has like green eyes with brown flecks, and like I noticed that the little like in Xander's eyes, like yes. people like a lar- like a brown like freckle, if you will, like it's because not even like a fleck, it's like noticeable. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool, cute. Okay, so Shan goes up to Liana and she is like, "Did you get the advantage?" But she does it in front of Tiffany, which like, why do you think she did that? I don't. I think maybe Leanna said on their journey that, oh, me, Evie, and Tiff are together. And, like, Xander is the one on the outs. And so maybe Shan was just being naive. And, like, I don't think she would do anything to get Leanna in trouble or make her look bad. I think she was just being dumb, to be honest. Yeah. Assuming that Tiffany would know. She wasn't thinking. And Tiffany was like, it's okay. Like, I knew it. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't have told me either. Uh, so Leanna then separately tells Shan about her advantage and she's like, so that means I have to use it on Nasir. And Shan is like, or you could use it on Xander. So, and then they would both have idols. Tiffany is like saying that she's kind of on the outs because like Leanna's now a Shan. Yeah. Um, they do briefly talk and she tells Tiffany what the advantage is, which is that at tribal, she can ask somebody for their advantage or their idol name to give it to her. Yeah. Um, I feel like Tiffany kind of is like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And Lana's like, okay, well, this is, this is what it is. But, um, when, and Leanna at that point, she was like, I can't, you know, Tiffany's charismatic. People like her. And she's like playing really hard. And then Leanna kind of says, oh, yeah, like we can use it on. She says Nasir, I think. But then she also says Xander. And then at that point, then Tiffany is kind of suspicious of Leanna because she's like, well, that's one of our own. I don't know if I can trust her. Yeah, so they're they're kind of like at at odds with each other. Um, okay, so the winners come back from their feast and we are all reunited as a happy merged family. And this scene in particular, I feel like was pure fan service for you and I because we have a little chat between Xander and Nasir, our yes. faves. And I, yeah, I feel like Nasir's just like, oh man, like, you know, like, I'm proud of you. Basically, I'm proud of you. Or like, oh man, you did a good job. It's really cute. He's like, I got your back, bro. Yeah, I think, and yeah, just in general, I mean, everyone is getting to know each other. And then I think that we do have Danny, Nasir, and Xander talking, and they're kind of like, oh, you know, I think an easy bet would be, you know, to vote Erica. Um, 
And I think they're all kind of talking about, yeah, like it's it's kind of sounds too good to be true. Cause like those people that, you know, are not in the majority, like Evie and Shan and Ricard, like, oh yeah, or and, and Leanna. Oh yeah, like that does sound like a good idea, but like really they want to take out one of their own. That seems too easy. Or what if she has an advantage? Like that sounds great. Like Shan's like, I you know, yeah, you know, as long as it keeps me in the game, I'll do whatever. I don't know, Erica, I don't care. Which I do the same, but yeah. Sydney's also campaigning for Erica to go. Like everybody's kind of on board. Um, we get like a really amazing moment with Leanna, Deshaun, Shan, and Danny talking about like how they could all make history and have, you know, four black people go to the end and they just have like such a bond and connection and it's just like a really beautiful moment they're like we want to uplift each other like let's do this let's really do this and i it's really beautiful yeah no i really i really liked that moment um and they also say they're they're gonna keep it low-key i will say i just feel like my mind not not how i feel but my mind is always i need to stop doing this I can't enjoy anything because I'm always just thinking about, I don't even want to say the haters, but I want to say the racists. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I'm enjoying it. And then I'm just thinking about that person. And you know, I don't even want to say like in middle America, because it's not, it's like our neighbor next door. You know what I mean? You don't know being like, Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Stick together. And it's like, oh, well, women stick together, men stick together. You know what I mean? Like, but that, like, it ruins my enjoyment of a lot of things. And I think I need to just, like, fucking stop and just, like, focus on what I like and not think of other people being dicks. I think maybe this is a little Pollyannish, but it's like that might happen, but then they might get to the end of the season and be moved by it. And then maybe their minds will change. Probably not. That would be nice. That would be nice. Ugh, people are such dicks. Okay. Now we go back to the island and who do we see? Titanicking himself on the front of the boat. (laughs) Jeff Probst. Our Lord and Savior. (laughs) What's his middle name? Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I was just, I was like, Jeffrey. No, I want to know. I, Lee. I need... Jeffrey Lee Probst. Oh my god, he sounds like I. He would lead lead me into battle. Do you know he was born in Wichita, Kansas? Oh, he has some nice Midwestern values. Hopefully, not the dick kind. Oh man, Jeffrey Lee, mm, what a sweetheart. Okay, yeah. So Jeff Jeff comes in on the boat. Uh, Erica sees him and she she had, she had a really funny reaction. She was like, there's no way Jeff is making house calls. Like, what's he doing here? He sits down. He has like this little knapsack with him and he tells her that she has tremendous power. He busts out this old school looking hourglass filled with black sand and he's like, you can turn the turn back time. You can leave the game as it is or you can make history by changing history. <laughs> He tells her that if she wants to, she can reverse the outcome of yesterday's challenge and the winners will now be the losers and vice versa. So everybody who was, quote, safe now has to compete in the immunity challenge. So if she wants to do that, she has to smash the hourglass. I'll be honest. 
I don't know if they're going to have somebody do this again, but it seems like a bit of a waste of a prop and like picking all that glass out of the sand. Like, couldn't it just be like, if you want to do it, flip it over. But I guess they have, they have enough. They had such a long hiatus. They have some money in the tank to, to hire someone to clean up the glass. Also, like, honestly, sand is glass, really. You're blowing my mind right now. Is it? I mean, that's kind of what it is. It's no, like, you're you're completely right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that, Fiji will be okay. They have and that. They have that. Fuck you, survivor money. <laughs> fuck you, survivor money. We'll be fine. But I will say it's very interesting that like such a non-player is tasked with this decision. Yeah. Not and like that's- not non-player. I mean, really, like. For the most part, blue are non-players because they haven't had to go to tribal. But we do have some people emerging, you know, such as Danny, Deshaun, and hey, Sydney, and and Nasir. Um, I was getting there. I was saving the best for last. But no, that is very interesting because it's kind of a double-edged sword. Because as Erica says. The problem is blue who won is comprised of four of her or no is it three or four four no no no, three it's three sorry Manny Sydney oh no no and and Nasir joins actually yeah so it is four because sorry I I was thinking about the original tribes where it was five people not tribe team but then Nasir Mm -hmm. joins making it four so yeah Danny Deshaun Sydney and Nasir so those are the four people on her original tribe so if she were to flip it She's putting them at risk. But then at the same time, if she does, then she's safe. And then and it's tough because like, okay, I'm it's Scorpio season. It was just my birthday. So I'm feeling Ooh, like happy really birthday sp- yesterday. Oh my God. Thank you so much for the flowers. You're just, they're so beautiful. When they arrived, I was like, oh my God, Matt. <laughs> uh, Matt I have a terrible track record of sending women flowers and like, them interpreting that they're from their boyfriend and then like they're not your situation's fine because like matt celebrated your birthday but i have a friend that i literally sent flowers i sent my friend tori flowers when she helped me she recommended me for my current job and i got it and so i sent her flowers to thank her and she literally just broken up with her boyfriend and she got a notification that something got delivered. And she was like, oh, my God, he just sent me flowers. And I was like, fuck, no, that was me. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. But they, they, were, they, they were pretty. Well, I mean, she, um, she's not listening. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just they're, – they're really nice. I feel like sometimes when you get flowers from a florist, they can be a little cheesy. But these, like, are really nice. Like, I'd put this together. It looks like – I, it looks like somebody went into a fall meadow and yeah I honestly I, I was like trying to think about your vibe and I, I yeah I didn't want like your typical thing I thought like it was a nice yeah a nice fall color palette thank you thank and there was like, you. Oh cool things sticking out here or there but yeah. it, it did say florist choice and then after I picked it I was like oh my god I was like they're not going to replicate this they're just going to go ham but I was like honestly I know where you live and I feel like the flower shops around you are probably like nice so i was like i trust them they're really nice thank you so much uh but i was saying i'm feeling a little like not spiteful a little i don't know a little feisty 
Uh, why did I bring that up? Because it's Scorpio season and something about Survivor. Something about the the, the uh, hourglass and decisions to be made. Selfishness. Looking out for number one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You got me there. Thank you. If I were Erica, I'd be like, fuck you guys. You sent me to the island. I'm definitely going to smash this hourglass. I know you... D- I know you didn't play rock, paper, scissors. I know it. Yeah. No. I will say I, f- I found out like I was looking at my natal chart and I, I'm i a cancer sun with a Scorpio moon. And I feel like that's – I feel like I'm vengeful. Well, did you – it's fi- totally fine if you didn't. But did I forward you Ash- – or Ashley, you're Ashley. Did I – forward you lucy's needle chart oh you know what i think you mentioned it and i am terrible like if you as an organized person saw my email right now you would die about how many unread that i have but i think you said you were going to and i don't know if you did or did not i don't i don't think i did i'm gonna do it right now it's like i don't have my own natal chart and i i wanted to send it to you because like matt doesn't give a fuck uh but uh yeah, my friend, my friend Jackie gave this to me as a gift, and it's very, very thoughtful gift. Lucy is an Aquarius rising, a, a cancer has a Cancer Sun in the sixth house, an Aries Moon in the third house, and I just, it's like so interesting. Like it says, like, uh, you know, fire is her dominant element, um, but she doesn't have any. Where was it? She doesn't have any earth elements, so she may struggle with patience and staying grounded. <laughs> mm. I was just like grounded because like earth, it, it grounds you. Yeah. It's just, I, I my friend who gave it to me was like, it's really fun to um, like when they, when they get a little older as children to like see how much of it is true. So I'm, That's so you know, I'm just laughing because like Lucy's just like chilling like staring at herself in a mirror right now like maybe doing some tummy time or something like she's like it it just it's funny that to think about her having like a real personality i'll I'll tell you i mean you can you can read a lot into it because it's like she she does get pretty feisty sometimes or she just like she's i'd say like 80 percent of the time she's extremely chill but the 20% of the time that she is not, when she gets like that, I call her Lucifer. Oh, that's not, I will say like that can be like cancer vibes too, though. Like in general, yeah. like, oh, like you're pretty nice, but like don't like irritate me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I get really like frustrated about certain shit too. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Get, she can get real mad. Oh. Aw, little okay. cancer BB. I'm wait. I remember when your initial due date was like very close to being cuspy for Leo, and I was like, "No, you need to have her before the twenty second, so she can be a cancer like me." But I also remember when you were lamenting about your sign be a, being a cancer because you could never wear a horoscope necklace because you would either have a crab or just the word cancer. Or no, and the crab is fine. It's either a sixty nine. <laughs> the word cancer which like you know that would happen to a fucking cancer like that is like so art like that would happen to us but we're cool we're fine i will say okay i think that cancers we are better sports about it than other signs would be yeah about not being able to wear i mean we could but we don't have the we don't have the balls to 
Do you, do you think if there's a correlation between you being a cancer and you being a Hufflepuff? Um, I could see it. I don't think a cancer would be a Slytherin. No, because it's I, I always <laughs> I forever think about that. One of my favorite stories of you having to move your friend out of uh, <laughs> her ex-husband's house. Oh my God. I forgot about this part of it. We were just talking about this like thing happening the other day. I can't remember where we were. I might've been in my housewarming, but we were talking about that very moment where, yeah, like a friend was getting divorced and like, it was like a very new marriage and we were bridesmaids somehow. I don't know, but we got called upon to move her possessions out of their shared home. And it was so uncomfortable. And I think I, I think I said like I had to be a Gryffindor. I, like I'm a Hufflepuff and I had to be a Gryffindor or something to go in. Like Chrissy, I think, I don't know, Chrissy and Courtney were there. I, I remember you telling the story to me. Like I was just sitting there. Nobody wanted to do it. And I was just like, I am a Hufflepuff and I will do it. Yeah. Or like, I think it was more of like, I'm a Hufflepuff, but like I need to channel Gryffindor to do it or something. But like, I, yeah, I'm, I used to like, have Hufflepuff shame if for anyone that like has lived under a rock since 1997 we're talking about Harry Potter houses like there is a chance that someone might not know I used to be ashamed that I was a Slytherin and like I wouldn't even admit it for a long time I masqueraded as a Gryffindor well you know what so the deep that's because you're deep down maybe you're a Slytherin but I feel like surface level like you're like you're you are people pleasing so you don't want want to be like i'm a slytherin yeah uh, like yeah but i yeah exactly exactly like i feel like honestly it was like the taylor swift reputation era when she embraced her dark side and that i too with plenty of snakes plenty of snakes that i too felt like i could then embrace my inner snake. Yeah. Like, it, I, I feel like I became a Hufflepuff because when I was working at Lane Bryant, like, and this is, this is like my late teens. Yeah. I was literally probably like 19 years old or something. Maybe, no, like maybe 20. And we were talking about Harry Potter and someone was like, oh, like what house do you think you are? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I could be a Ravenclaw. I'm like, I, I want to be a Gryffindor. But I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm a Hufflepuff. It was like acceptance. <laughs> And then my, my, one co-worker, my one coworker called me Huffle. Like, it was like, it was like I, I broke down. I was like, I'm Hufflepuff. But then our friend Amy is a proud Hufflepuff. And then I will say Danielle, guest of the pod, friend of the pod. We worked together and we liked so much of the same shit. And we were just soul sisters like right away. And then like she too is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know many other Slytherins. <laughs> we're, Timothy, we're proud Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I didn't know that. Love well, that. It's Love all, that. Yeah, he was wearing a Slytherin like zip up or something the other day, and I I said it to Danielle, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's a Slytherin! I love a bad boy." <laughs> <laughs> we love Timmy. We like that was one of the things we bonded over because we were so excited about call me um call me by your name coming out. We were like so hype about it, and yeah. It's an unfortunate Army Hammer sucks now. It like, I know. Like, it, it might be difficult to rewatch, but we were so hyped. Like, I feel like for Christmas, like, we got each other presents. I ordered her a shirt that said Chalamet and Chill. 
That's and amazing. For, and for my my birthday, she like printed out a picture of him and wrote like a letter, like it was like love Timmy. <laughs> like we, we we just we just loved him, and like I know he like looks like a child, and like I also like. No, he's I, hot. But like, okay, like yes, but like also, I don't know. Like, I feel like if he was like, hey, like I like I don't think I could hook up with you because like I, like you're so young and like cute, but like. There's, uh, there's something hot there. But. Actually, you said you would like hook up with like Tony Velacho, so but like, you're not gonna hook up with Timothy Chalamet. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I know, but anyway, I love. I, I saw that the Slytherin. I was like, oh, I love a bad boy. Yeah, I I think I think Timmy would surprise you. Yeah. No, I don't. You know? doubt it. I don't doubt it. That's what we we, we call him, Timmy. <laughs> As a uh, Taylor Swift once said, younger than my exes, but he act like such a man though. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, it's fresh in my mind because I this is so embarrassing. When I was like driving into work today, I was listening to the Reputation album to like psych myself up. Oh my god! Wait, I had a Taylor Swift moment. Well, it wasn't like quite a Taylor Swift moment, but someone recommended. It was like a someone posted a fifteen minute Ariana Grande dance party workout on youtube and i clicked on it and i was like that sounds interesting but like these song like not that i don't love ariana grande but the songs that they picked like were not getting me hype i was not hype like jeff probst at this challenge so i was like let me go to this youtube person and click on the other ones and i saw that there was a justin bieber one and a one direction one and i was like let me just fucking do one of these so i did the one direction one and i'm dying because in the music video for one thing by one direction they do this like one like little like dance move like <laughs> okay it's not you'd have to see the video to understand but like this video used to come on and me and chrissy and like so like you know like courtney was there like we'd be at whitney's pre-gaming to go out we watched the video and like in the video like it wasn't a dance. It was more of a just like a shuffle from side to side to side. And they would do this like during like the bridge. And that was part of like the move she incorporated. And I was just like cracking up and having a nice time exercising for 15 minutes today, which is more than normal. So I'm like, oh, this is great. But she has Taylor Swift um, Evermore and Folklore ones that are like yoga oh. kind of things and like strength. So I thought that that would be fun. Cute. I don't want to say yoga. Like it kind of like looks like it's, it's like dance, but it's like definitely just more like, you know, Pilates or like yoga type strength moves or like bar maybe. Yeah. But anyway, it, it looked fun. I was like, oh, yeah. I, need, I need to tell all my Swifties about this. Oh, oh, well, I was going to actually pivot into luxury items, which is our segment about things we're into outside of survivor spoiler alert it's harry potter and taylor swift um i don't have anything new but uh i'll i'll say like i'm so fucking excited for the red re-release november 12th i can't believe we haven't gotten a single yet but i'm looking forward to it i can't wait that's a taylor swift album yes i'm sorry uh just one one more needle in this in the scooter scooter brawn coffin. Yeah. I felt guilty listening to Reputation today, but I wanted to. Well, in Lover she owns the or not like Lover and Onward she owns. Okay. Do we talk- And 
did we talk about in this podcast recent at all or what this means the taylor versions or um i want to say we have but i'm always happy to talk about it i'll talk about it all day let's just give a little rundown what this means okay well so basically a little rundown that's cute okay so basically taylor swift when her label decided that they wanted to sell her their late the label big machine which essentially she was the label like she put them on the map she was the 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 biggest portion of that label they did not give her the option to buy her masters they they did in like a shady way but they they didn't they didn't so in 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 the the music world your masters is like you own the rights to it and the the typical model is that the record label owns them and not the artist which is like pretty fucked up so like anytime you listen to you that you know one of her old albums like she's not making any money on that yeah, that she the master is the record like the master recording so the recording yeah. that got released on the albums but then the music like since she and it, yeah i guess that's important she wrote she writes her own songs so the like the it's also like her songs are about her life so it's like literally her life okay but so not only did they just not sell them to her they sold them to one of her worst enemies scooter fucking braun manager of kanye west her enemy like somebody who's literally gone out of his way to make her life harder and it's just shitty but she is going through and no artist has no artist of her scale has ever done this before is she is re-recording all of her masters so that she will own them. There was like a a window where she had to wait. So it's very exciting. Yeah. So, so far she's just put out um, fearless one of her albums, but her album red is coming out November 12th, but it's awesome because the, like she has such dedicated fans that we will go out of our way just to listen to Taylor's version. That's every song we'll say in parentheses, Taylor's version after. So we go out of our our way to listen to that. Red has forever been one of my favorite albums because it reminds me so much of fall. Mm. You know, her, her, uh, TikTok or like, yes, I did like, about fall but yeah that's exciting but yeah i'm surprised we haven't gotten a single yet i know i would say like that's my luxury item though because i don't really have anything new um but i'm really looking forward to that and i just i can't wait i have i watched season three of you okay tell me if i can handle it i don't think i can i think you can because i mean it i don't know like like there's some violence as usual but like only to people you don't okay i will say any violence that happens really like for the most part are people you don't know and kind of present themselves to be like a shady person and nothing bad happens to to women is there a happy ending kind of Mm, i don't know i'm afraid I didn't feel it felt different than the other seasons. I don't know. It didn't feel like extremely violent or any, I don't know, the bad things that happened to people. I didn't really care about them as people. I don't know. I think you could handle it. And there's a Taylor Swift moment. Oh. Yeah. What kind of a moment? Just the song plays or. A song plays. 
during a moment and I got chills. Tell me what the song is. No, I don't want to ruin it. Ashley, tell me. I tell no. you when you want to know. No, when you want to know things about shows, I tell you. Ashley. What's it called? Exile? <gasps> oh, my word. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember the name. I was just like in my head. Like, yeah. There, I love that song. Okay, that that see, that hooks me. I'll watch it just yeah. to see that. Okay, no, it, no. It, no, it was good. I feel like. I think some of the, in the past seasons, I think that not everyone deserved what they got, but this, I feel like you don't have sympathy for a lot of the people that things happen. I don't know. It didn't feel as, it didn't feel as wrong to me as certain things. I don't know. Okay. In the past seasons, I, I didn't feel... I feel like it's more like adrenaline pumping, wondering what's going to happen versus because it, feeling bad about something. I was not affected by the, a lot the, of the tough. Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. And I should know within like the first five seconds. Oh, I do have another item though. Um, we've been continuing to watch Dancing with the Stars, as I mentioned. And this past Monday, there was like this one performance by I, I need to look up his last name. Uh, I watched it. Not the, oh, you not, watched no, it? No, not the episode, but that dance. Because I heard about it. It got so much hype. Oh my God. Uh by Eman Schuper or Schumper, the, the basketball player. Yes. Oh my God. Actually, Matt had us rewind to watch it. He could not stop talking about it. And keep in mind, when this season rolled around, he was like, we're watching it again. And, like, it was the craziest. For, it, was, it wasn't it was really good. Yeah, it was, like, contemporary, right? Mm -hmm. When he just drops her from when she just falls. Yeah. No, it was amazing. I, like, I saw some people on Instagram talking about it. And then I Googled it. And then I saw articles about it. And some people are like, this is one of the best dances in Dancing with the Stars history. It was a moment. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen that movie because mm -hmm. it was like horror. And I, what, what movie was it? Us? Yeah. Yes. Us. Is that a, a Jordan Peele? Yeah. Movie? Okay. I have, I haven't seen that one, but I feel like I know the premise, but yeah, it was haunting. Mm hmm. Ooh. All right. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, I will say. I, I finally, I don't want to say caught up with Grey's Anatomy, but I finished season 17 and there's been four episodes of season 18 and I watched the first one. So, I mean, that was, I've watched 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy since August. You did work. It would be my show too. When I was like, just like going to bed, I would watch like four episodes yeah. or something, especially if Did I couldn't sleep, but. Would you be able to say a favorite season? Because I don't want to brag, but like I can. Of Grey's Anatomy, um... I like season four. Wait, I was gonna say when when Lexi shows up. Yeah, yeah, that is season four. You're right. I I love it because I I love um, that was the I first season it. I watched live. Oh, cute! Yeah, I love the. Uh, 
the ball I was playing with just fell. I love the house of candles. Oh yeah. That too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of like not favorite seasons, which is like anything after season. Did you watch the music episode? I skipped it. I fast forwarded through the singing. You have to. It's it's too much. Oh, but did you watch Callie singing the story? Because I do. Love yeah, that. yeah. That's one of the songs I sing to Lucy at night. Oh, I yeah. love Brandy Carlisle so much. Yeah, it's a great song. I'm 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 pretty sure that Jason Sudeikis was the host of Saturday Night Live, and she was the musical guest. I like should have oh. watched that this past I weekend. Did- I did know that. I, I never, I don't keep up with SNL. Yeah, but I'm just like two of our, you know. Two of our people. Love Brandy. Love Jason. Yeah. Like, I feel like, when when are we going to get Ted Lasso season three? Like, a year? I know. I miss it. I miss it, too. Like, I want to go back and watch it again. I know. All right. Well, I'm, I think we should get going, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Wow, I, I was like, this is going to be an easy breezy one because there was no tribal, but. Well, it was nice because it allowed us to have some tangents. We didn't have to be like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, I think definitely the best Jeff episode we've had in quite a while. Oh my God, really, Jeff gave me energy. Jeff gave me life. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Idle Chatter podcast or on twitter idol chatter pod and we will be back next week thanks for listening thanks guys have a good week